You're saving grace. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how are you doing, Carly? It is. <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I really am. Good. Super great. Mm. Compared to the last time. Mm. Yeah, last time you were really tired. I was so tired. And it, I, when I was editing, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. You could tell, huh? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm good. I, uh, I'm tired, but not any more than usual. I just have a cat that's like, she's banned from going outside my room now. So that meowing. The other night, I was like, I can't take this anymore. So I went and slept on the couch at 4.30 in the morning. Oh, my God. Because she kept me up until 4.30 in the morning. So last night, I was like, I'm going to be prepared. So I pulled out the sofa bed and got it all ready for myself. And she was an angel until like 3.30 in the morning. And then she had a little bout of being naughty. Right. And then it was fine. I'm like, of course, because I went through the trouble of making another. I gave myself... And the, at the 4.30 in the morning, oh, my God, I was so uncomfortable sleeping on a couch. It was like my hips hurt, my back oh, was hurting. I can't, yeah, I can't it do it anymore either. Anyway, so I think my ritual will be just to have the sofa bed ready. I'm, I'm loving drinking out of these huge glasses. I know, they're so delicious. Aren't they? So some of you might remember my cousin Bianca sitting in with us a few times um, on a few episodes. She sent... Carlene and I, these huge vases, <laughs> wine glasses. <laughs> um, I put it in my stories on Instagram, but they're huge. So anyways, they say tipsy tales and then they're done in like silver and gold foil. And then on the back, she has a quote from each of us. <laughs> so my, my glass has my quote and her glass has her quote. And mine says, I just got goosebumps. <laughs> it's funny because we, we were both commenting like that. These are the quotes that she hears us say the most. I right. wonder what other people feel we say the most. Right. Hey, you guys should comment. Yeah. Like, send us comment. What are the silly things that we say? Like what do you the silly think? annoying things that we say over and over again? Yeah, because to me, you know, when we always say, um, apparently, mm-hmm. no, things like that. But I wonder what our listeners think we say a lot. Yours is good. Mine says, that was not an EVP. Because I'm always going, oh, that wasn't an EVP. (laughs) That was not an EVP. That was Carlene. Yeah. So we were super surprised. Thank you so much, Bianca. I'll put pictures up. Um, They're so nicely done. She did such a good job. Yeah, she did them by hand. And it was so thoughtful. What a surprise. Yeah, exactly. In the midst of all the shit. Just having a baby. Just having a baby. Um, she's been, like, still going to school. Her husband. Her husband. Her daughter just started school. Like, she's had a lot going oh, on. how's her husband doing? He's doing good. Good. He's doing good. That was, that's just a lot. And then she thinks of us and does that. Yeah. That's so nice. <laughs> I was like, Do what? these keep making weird... Can I just say something? When I went in the bathroom, it's going to make me sound like I'm psychotic, but <laughs> when I was in the bathroom, it looked like the towel was breathing what the towel that you have on the counter i'm yeah. like is that towel breathing are they showing me that towel breathing that's weird it was kind of like when you see in a movie and they show like, like spirits trying movie? to you know, like spirits trying to like if you watch the medium or ghosts 
what is it called? Ghost. Ghost whisper. And the spirits are trying to communicate, and like there's a. I have a hard to tell. It's breathing. I'm like, do I lift it up? Or are you guys going to lift it up? What's happening? Who's hiding <laughs> under a towel? It's a hand towel. That or I'm hilarious. just not seeing things. Or have you eaten any magic mushrooms lately? <laughs> What's in this wine? <laughs> uh, yeah, we're drinking uh, Baybridge White Zinfandel. Like Kool-Aid. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, oh, so I was waiting till we got on air because I want to tell you. I told you guys last time that Allie, my daughter, had just graduated with her bachelor's in law, and she was having a heck of a time getting a job. Okay, so I tell Allie, I keep hearing that I have to clear your energy, that you have like, it's just icky energy hovering around you, and that's preventing you from receiving what you need. Mm -hmm. So I think it was the stress of moving, graduating, leaving. She loves, she loved living (laughs) she's like high five hey baby she loves living in tucson and going to college was a highlight and leaving your friends and that great time that she had yeah anyway that it's all been very stressful and she's apart from her boyfriend and it's just been hard so is he still in tucson yeah because he's also looking for a job out here though and so i told her i said if i can clear this energy off of you You'll get whatever job. It's going to come. And so I had... The full moon was insane. I don't know what the heck was going on with this moon, but I have this app, that Citizens app. Right. And just... I That moon was making people crazy. Oh, yeah. It was for, for like four days. Yeah. It was insane. I had crazy, crazy dreams. Really? Yeah. But I always do when the full moon comes. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's crazier than other normal times. yeah and this, this time was like this moon was definitely a transition i kept feeling a transition oh right i kept feeling a transition and so circle comes and i tell the ladies like about transition and blah 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 things da 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 so we have circle and the first part it's just like dark like i knew we were working because we don't just work on circle we work on, on the people in circle we're working on world things too right mother nature blah blah blah. all kinds of, like afghanistan stuff i mean everything You're sending all that positive energy out there yeah trying like to... they're they're just using our in the energy that we're building up to do other things too so right. it was dark and then all of a sudden it would get amazingly bright but we had a lot of work to do and during that circle i also had Allie in it and i you know clear her energy anyway the next day she was in tucson the next day she calls me and she's like remember that job i applied for they hired somebody else well they just called me this morning and offered me the job oh that's so crazy (laughs) how funny yeah because it was dead in the water right and then my friend Amy had also, uh, she works at a firm, and we had been waiting for like three weeks, and they were desperate. They needed somebody right now, and they hadn't even like begun. They hadn't looked at her stuff or anything. Mm-hmm. That day, they were ready. Wow. So she's like, hey, is Allie still interested? I haven't heard from her. I'm like, she's in Tucson. Right. And I, I didn't know what. I didn't want to take, that's not my business. That was right. for Allie to discuss. But anyway, so right after Circle, right after we lifted that veil, 
the spirit had told me once it was lifted, she would get offers. Sure shit, that next day she was getting that the offers. That is awesome. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Amazing. I love it. And then last night when she was coming home, I'm like, I feel her stress. Like, I could feel the stress. It's a hard job working. It's a whole lot of attorneys that she's the, like, receptionist, legal secretary oh. type thing. And so, and she's brand new at it. So it's just kind of like, here you go. Figure it out. <laughs> and there's a lot of uh, people that call and they're not always patient and understanding oh yeah i've been a receptionist before i hated it i loved it did you Mm -hmm. i I was for a dealership i did it for a mortgage company one time somebody called in a bomb bomb threat oh yeah another time some guy was disgruntled and a salesman walked him all the way to the accounting office and the way my desk because i was a receptionist i was also pregnant Oh my gosh. Walks him in, knows the guy has a sawed off shotgun because <gasps> he was looking for the controller. What? Walks him up to the office. What? Yeah. Where What's there's nothing but women. Oh. What was he thinking? Yeah. So the an idiot. What are we doing? So I'm talking to the guy. I have no idea because my desk was like, I sat down and my the mm-hmm. top of my desk like was like kind of higher. Uh-huh. Like higher than my head. I don't, I'm not quite you sure what we're down. doing here. What are we yeah. doing? Get down. Okay, get down. He's got my headphones. Get down. Anyways, so everybody in the office is like, they're in my like peripheral vision and they're like, oh my come God. here, come here. And I'm like, well, I'm talking to this guy. Like, hold on. <laughs> what I don't know is the wholesale gal, because she has a little window. Because yeah. they, they walk in, but there's there's the door's locked and they've locked the door. Oh my god. And so there's this little square room that Wait, you stand are you, in. Are you locked out? No, I'm You're sitting at the, the reception. I'm sitting at the receptionist's desk, which yeah. was like but it he was blocked from coming in. Okay. So all they do is come up to a counter. Yeah. It, yeah. They're like trying to get madly get my attention and I'm like, I'm talking to somebody. Like I'm trying to like this guy's That's got issues. Crazy. And they're like, Come here And then like one of the girls comes up and she's like, Hey, so-and-so needs to talk to you. Here, I'll talk to this guy for you. And she sits at my desk. Oh, my God. Knowing this guy has a gun. That's brave. Yeah. And then they're like, we're trying to tell you this guy has a gun. I was mm. like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, oh, wow. That's yeah, terrifying. That was one of the craziest places I've worked. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, she came home last night, and she was stressed, and she had we had a little talk. And I was telling her, like, you're in a transition, you're not supposed to have money right now. You just graduated from school. You just had to quit your job to move here to find a job. But all, all is good. It's You have a roof over your head. You don't have to worry about money for food or anything. You, I got you. And I gave her my gas card to put gas in her car that didn't work because I didn't <laughs> activate it. <laughs> Yo, but I got you. Yeah. <laughs> and... Then I gave her money for lunch, and I kept telling her, "What? What if we, we were making fun of it? Because it reminded us of like when she was in school." Uh-huh. But anyway, I told her, "I'm like, that's why you're here, because you're going through a transition. But now you got a job, so everything is going to start falling into place." Oh, here's the other thing I was going to tell you. Remember, I said, but I want to say it on air because yeah. I think people need to learn. So it's four young women that are renting this house on college campus and the land the management company hadn't sent them their deposit check yet 
Mm-hmm. And they have 14 days to do that. Right. And now it's been well over 14 days. Way over 14 days. And Allie had called them. Uh, she called them last week. And he says, oh, uh, I sent the check. I sent it last week. And she's like, okay, well, none of us have gotten it. Well, that's weird. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll send, I'll, uh, oh, no, you should get it. You should get it. I sent it last week. Checks in the mail. Mm-hmm. So I told Allie, mm-hmm. he is so lying. He's banking on you guys being stupid. And I'm not going to do that. She's like, so you'll call him? <laughs> like, uh, absolutely, I will call him. I called yesterday and I said, hi, I'm Allie's, I'm, this is who I am. And these are the girls. And first I called him and I, his message went on. And I was trying to decide if I want to leave a message or not. And as I'm deciding that, he calls me back. And so I click over and he's like, yeah, so somebody called me. And I tell him. <laughs> So I tell them who I am. All these dogs. They're fine. I thought I locked them out At least out they're right being now. good. They just like it's barreled just, in. It's just hot, but they're being good. Yeah. So anyway, he he got, I, I tell him who I am. And I said, so none of the girls have gotten their checks. Dead silence. Right. And he does a, uh, yeah, well, that's weird. I sent them on Thursday. Well, that's funny because you when told- you talk to my daughter, right? Yeah. And I had told her, oh, he's probably just sending them out. And no, he didn't. And so I said, okay, well, listen, I have the feeling that maybe somebody in your office didn't do. Well, I'm trying to give him an out to blame it on somebody else. Right. right? No, he didn't. He says, uh, well, I did it personally and we have a secure mailbox. I'm going to have to cancel those checks. And I said, looks like. And I said, because mm-hmm. I sure would hate to uh, go through the whole, you know, certified letter, serve you with it, and then blah, 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 kind of thing. <laughs> and he says, okay, well, I'll send it priority. I'll send them their checks priority, and I'll email the tracking numbers. And I'm like, okay, great. I'll, I'll tell my daughter to be looking for that. She got her check today. He paid $8 to have it delivered today. Oh, that's, well, good. Yeah. And I was like, don't mess with the mama. And here, my daughter's taking calls like 25 a day about landlord-tenant, this very thing. Well, didn't they like, now they can do evictions now? Yeah, and that's something They lifted that. Yeah, and she's getting, there's just every kind of call. I mean, she works with all the attorneys do something different, but there is one that does, or two that do landlord-tenant, so a lot of the calls are about landlord-tenant. Of course, she can't share that information with me because you have to sign the NDA. Okay, I'm going to pause really quick because I'm going to let them outside because I'm guessing that's what they want. Oh, Jack, And we're back. So on the last episode, we talked about how we were going to start switching over to, well, this episode, we were going to switch over to just doing one story uh-huh. per episode. And basically, we're just going to be doing the paranormal. Uh-huh. Did we get any comments? Nope. I haven't heard any feedback. All right. And I was checking like our Instagram. Yeah, I haven't seen anything. I didn't see anything on there. So, you know... Maybe in the future we probably will do a true crime story here or there. I but. like doing true crime, so I have no problem at any time. You'd think I'd be like paranormal, but I that's my life. I mean, if <laughs> if we get enough feedback and, and nobody's really into the paranormal stuff, 
then maybe we'll just switch over to the true crime stuff. Or we could just or take we'll turns. Do, yeah, like one paranormal, one true crime. Yeah, one we're just trying to figure it out. So that, which I don't mind. We're just that. trying to give you guys bite sized chunks. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways. Anyhow. So, for this episode, we're going to do, which we've been talking about forever. Uh-huh. Like, every time we have a story like this, we're like, we should do this story. Can we're going to do the. Hear me okay? Yeah. The Bermuda Triangle. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Also known as the Devil's Triangle. Mm. Did you run into that? Yeah, I saw that. I was like, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know I that. Know I didn't. Well, I don't. I Maybe mean, I did. I don't know. I only have so much RAM. <laughs> I, I don't store that kind of information either. Oh, my goodness. All right. Should we Let's get do going? it. Let's do it. Do it. Get on it. But we have talk, been talking about this forever. Like, every time we have a story like this... Yeah. I mean, the one I did last time is a lot like this one. Yeah. And that's where we were like, we should just go ahead and do the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. Because we have come across it so much. So anyways, so for decades, the Bermuda Triangle has captured the human imagination with unexplained disappearances of ships, planes, and people, and other phenomena. Located off the southeastern coast of the U.S., in the Atlantic Ocean between Bermuda, Florida, and Puerto Rico, the region has become, it's known as a region of unexplained mysteries. (laughs) But the area seems to stretch as far as the imagination will allow. Also, the Devil's Triangle has been blamed for the disappearance of thousands of people in the past decades. The term Bermuda Triangle was first used by Vincent Gaddis in 1964 in an article published in Argosy magazine. But the earliest mention of the area was in 1950 in a 1950 article published in the Miami Herald by Edward Van Winkle Jones. Edward Van Winkle Jones? Okay, that's tongue twister. (laughs) Two years later, Fate magazine published Sea Mystery at Our Back Door, a short article by George sand covering the loss of several planes and ships including the loss of flight 19 a group of five u.s navy gunmen tbm avenger torpedo bombers on a training mission sand's article was the first to lay out the now familiar triangle area where the losses took place as well as the first to suggest a supernatural element to the flight 19 incident so and i'm going to get into flight 19 a little bit later on Flight 19 alone would be covered again in the April 1962 issue of American Legion magazine. All right. And then in February 1964, Vincent Gaddis wrote an article called The Deadly Bermuda Triangle in the pulp magazine Argosy saying Flight 19 and other disappearances were part of a pattern of strange events in the region the next year. Gaddis expanded this article into a book, Invisible Horizons. So this is when the whole legend of the Bermuda Triangle really starts to take off. Mm-hmm. Explanations. Okay, you and I can both talk about this. Mm-hmm. Um, explanations for occurrences in the Bermuda Triangle run the gamut from a scale of scientific yeah. to aliens. Yeah. Do you want to talk about those now or you want to wait until the end after we've discussed all the weirdness? Um, well, I'm going to talk about the scientific ones mm, okay. first, and then we can talk about the weird ones later. Okay. So one of the, the things that people talk about, or as an explanation as to what's going on, is company. <laughs> We're definitely drinking today, folks. All right. Compass variations. Compass problems are one of the cited phrases and many tri- triangle incidents. While some have theorized that unusual local magnetic 
Anomalies may exist in the area. Such anomalies have not been found. Compasses have natural magnetic variations in relation to the magnetic poles, a fact which navigators have known for centuries. Magnetic north and geographic true north are exactly the same, only for a small number of places. For example, as of 2000, in the United States, only those places on a line running from Wisconsin to the Gulf of Mexico, there is some evidence to suggest that the Bermuda Triangle is a place where a magnetic compass sometimes points towards true north as opposed to magnetic north. So that's one explanation. And then another one, did you run into this one, the Gulf Stream? Uh, no? I don't know. You'll have to talk about because it, it may be under something different than what you have. Okay. Another is the Gulf Stream. The Gulf Stream is a major service current primarily driven by thermohaline circulation mm-hmm. that originates in the Gulf of Mexico and then it flows through the Straits of Florida into the North into the North Atlantic. My mouth is so dry right now. Mm-hmm. In essence, it is a river within an ocean. And like a river, a cannon does carry floating objects. It has a maximum service velocity of about two. I have no idea what this is. <laughs> 2M-S, basically 6.6 feet. I, I'm, I have no idea. A well, small we're, plan- not, we're not sailors. <laughs> yeah, we're mathematicians. <laughs> a small a plane making... Are you okay? <sighs> Just need a drink of water. A small plane making a water landing or a boat having engine trouble can be carried away from its reported position by the current. And then... What we were talking about earlier, the methane hydrates. Oh, the gases. Yeah, which I heard some interesting explanations of how it works. Somebody I was listening to gave the... (laughs) Have you ever been in a bathtub and you farted in the bathtub? (laughs) I don't know if that's actually what it is, but... Hey, when I was a kid, I do remember (laughs) that. Yeah, but I don't think that's what the methane gases are because they the gases that they're talking about are like they it's like enough to make somebody pass out or have hallucinations. Oh, well, this they were talking about like when the the gases come up, up. they can they can topple over a boat. They have the power to topple over a boat and then pull it under Uh, because what I got on. So um, this one says. Some people believe methane gas is responsible for bringing ships and planes to their watery graves. Um, it has been proven that sizable amounts of methane gas exist in some spots of the ocean floor. Uh, if the gas were released into the water, some experts believe it could sink ships and even cause planes to crash. Yeah. That would explain the planes, though. Not that it's pulling them down, but like, I guess, yeah, I guess it would pull it down. Well, you're breaking, like, basically the fart in a bathtub thing. You're breaking wind. The wind's coming up. Yeah, and then like, Yeah. And it could potentially happen rapidly in just mere seconds. can't believe (laughs) I used that. That's, well... Um, That's interesting. I didn't think about it, like, that it would do that, because I'm thinking of how it's getting to the planes. I right. mean, that's got to be pretty big. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, my brain is still trying to figure it out. Oh, it says, um, laboratory experiments carried out in Australia have proven that bubbles can indeed sink a scale model ship by decreasing the density of the water. Interesting. So, they've tested it out. Okay, and then... 
not to really take the fun out of the story, but it seems that the consensus of experts out there is that there's not really a disproportionate amount of craft that have gone down or missing compared to other areas around the world. I heard <clears throat> I heard that too. Yeah. Although I was watching one thing where the divers, these divers actually go down. And so I think some are like, there's like 300 ships or something. But these divers went down and were saying, no, there's like thousands down here. Mm-hmm. And they were showing like every so many feet they were going, their ships. And mm-hmm. that is unusual. So I don't know. That made sense to me because... It is so crazy. Planes and ships. Right. When the story I did last time mm-hmm. was more... Ships. Like, it was. Well, there were planes and ships, but that to me was more scattered. Right. Like it wasn't like this where there's one here and there's one here and there's one here and there's one here and there's one here. You know what I mean? Right. I don't know. It's crazy. What I thought was interesting also is that like the whole perimeter of the Bermuda Triangle mm-hmm. doesn't seem to just fall within that triangle. Yeah. Like it kind of like is wherever the imagin- imagination stretches. <laughs> so I was thinking there's an awful lot of triangles in the ocean. Right. So to me, it's like, are these just like so that we can have something to talk about because right. the ocean is so big? Because technically there's even in California. So, you know, we take the little party cruises. Mm-hmm. So that goes to Catalina, Ensenada, and Long Beach. And technically, you can make a triangle out of that. But they say that there's like alien activity in that in, area right by there. Catalina. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I've heard that. That's interesting. And then, yeah. So I guess you can kind of make anything up out of anything. Right. And the ocean is humongous. It's big. And it's deep. Very deep. Things can disappear because we can't get to the bottom of the ocean. Physically, <laughs> we can't get that. Yeah, because our, our our human bodies can't get that deep. Right. And even if you take machine to get that deep, I mean, the pressure of it, you have to have... Compression. Know, yeah. And it's black. It is dark. You have to have something pretty mega to get down there all the way. I don't think anybody's ever gotten all the way to some of the darkest places of the ocean. Yeah, there's a lot of places on our own planet that we haven't explored or can't explore right now, Mm -hmm. not with the way science is. Yeah. Maybe in the future. But meanwhile, we're planning on going to Mars. (laughs) Yeah. Never mind our planet. (laughs) We just got a place to go so we can destroy another planet. Right. Exactly. I thirsty. Oh, but I was watching something on... Oh, I like the way that I sounds. Know. It's like a bell. I was watching something on Greenland and the glaciers. Is that what they? Yeah, yeah. And they were showing like where one was, mm-hmm. and then how many miles back, how much it's melted. And they were saying like the key to it is in the soil, kind of like what this was saying about the soil and gases being in the bottom of the ocean. Right. This was kind of like the key to releasing some of like the cure for the ocean because mm-hmm. parts of it are toxic now because of, and they're like might be in that soil right. that's under the glacier. So that really? They can pull it out. Yeah, it was very interesting. I didn't get to watch the whole thing, but yeah, the concept. Seems that the water's warmed up so much that like even the, the coral reef is like mm-hmm. bleaching. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, which is because it's dying off, basically. But, you know, let's go to Mars. <laughs> Spend billions of dollars on let's, Mars. Let's figure out how to get ourselves, you know, Make us straight. Yeah, well, okay. Or maybe we can mm-hmm. walk and chew gum at the same time. Mm. <laughs> Girl. Yeah. We have a really high 
expectation of humanity mm-hmm. or low, mm-hmm. super low. Mm. Well, I mean, certain things can't be done. It's just the focus is wrong. Oh, yeah. I if- mean, I woke up this morning to what's happening in Afghanistan, and I can't say if they're idiots if they didn't see that coming. <laughs> like, Absolutely. And so there we are. Exactly. Anyway. There's that. Go ahead. It's okay. Okay. And then. Farting. Basically. You're farting? No, the farting. Oh, the farting. Oh, okay. (laughs) The gases. Oh, no. We were talking about a disproportionate amount of craft. Oh. Mm, Yeah. Not being a disproportionate. I can't even talk right now. Oh, my God. That's how I was. And some would say that most of these disappearances are not mysterious at all, but can be explained by weather, fatigue, or other legitimate scientific explanations. But let's discuss some of the more famous incidents. You and I were talking about Christopher Columbus. So this is one of the first stories that you run across. He reportedly saw a flame of fire crashing into the sea. Like like three lights coming into the ocean but do you have anything else to say about that uh in a triangle during his first voyage to the new world that's basically all i had did you have well the only thing the problem with that story is he's not the one that documented that oh so i didn't look any more into that yeah so it didn't come from the horse's mouth it supposedly like it didn't come from his journals or anything that it wasn't any of his documentation it came from supposedly somebody else documented it Mm -hmm. so to me i just don't know if it's true or not because i would think there'd be a lot more on it for one thing because back then, that's like crazy. Right. But why wouldn't it have been in his journals that he wrote? Right. So, I don't know. I maybe, just, I don't put a lot into that. Maybe it was that sailor that had a hangover and he was sleeping on the deck and he's the one that saw it. <laughs> Dude, did you see those lights? And nobody believes them? Yeah, I'm going to say Christopher Columbus saw it so everybody will believe it. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I got, too. Besides that little bit tidbit that I learned later. All right. There's a mosquito in here, so it might Mm -hmm. sound like we have Tourette's in a minute. Sorry. (laughs) We're hitting ourselves. Yeah. All right, so... Does she have to go potty? Because she keeps trying to... She just wants to go outside. Okay. She hears them barking outside. Okay. Other than Christopher Columbus, one of the first ones out there. And I'm just going to go through a few because there is a lot. The HMS Atlanta was another disappearing on January 31st, 1880. The sale training ship HMS Atlanta, originally named HMS Juno, disappeared with her entire crew after setting sail from the Royal Naval Dockyard, Bermuda for Falmouth, England, on uh, January 31st, 1880. Um, And then there was the USS Cyclops that disappeared without a trace with 300 people on board in 1918. Did you read that one? Yeah, I have that one right here. That's crazy. And I found my new one right here. Oh, did you? That's crazy. Um, It was the biggest Navy ship of the time. At the time, people wondered whether the ship and crew had been the victim of a German submarine or raider. And was barely a year into the war, and Cyclops would have made a strategic target, yet nothing materialized. And as time went on, it has become less and less likely that the German crafts had been in the area at all. Hmm. Yeah, it's just, who knows? 
You feeling like something's crawling on my head? <laughs> I'm I'm super paranoid because there's okay. a freaking mosquito in there. Mm-hmm. Okay. One last one I'll mention for now is the Carol A. Deering, a five-masted commercial schooner. Did you get that one? I saw that one. I didn't. I didn't put it in my my stuff. Okay. So it's one of the most written about maritime mysteries of the 20th century. On January 31st, 1921, it was found hard, hard aground on the treacherous rocks of Hatteras Diamond Shoals, North Carolina. There were speculations that the vessel was involved in rum running. Oh, imagine mm. that. Um, why does it make me think of Pirates of the Caribbean? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's uh, funny. And they had a ode to the Bermuda Triangle in, in the oh, last one. Oh, did they? One. Yeah. Ah. Uh, when it was finally found, there was no one aboard, and all the personal belongings of the crew were missing, as well as logbooks, life rafts, and navigational equipment. All that was gone. So, hmm. it's a mystery. And then there's the very famous, I brought it up before, Flight 19. Um, and then I'll talk about that shortly because Carlene has a few she wants to go over. You're all done with your ones? Yeah. I um, I documented, remember I was trying to find that latest one? The latest incident in the region is the disappearance of a small twin engine plane in May of this year. Oh, wow. I May? Know. May of 2021. Yep. And then um, there's another, the uh, the recent incident that involved a ship that was sinking of a cargo vessel in the Bermuda Triangle during a deadly hurricane in October 2015. I don't know. That had a hurricane. Yeah. That can be explained away. I think so. Um, okay. So that one, I don't even know why that was in there, but it was. Okay. So the old one that I have is the Mary Celeste because that one to me was had, just had an interesting story. Mm-hmm. They should do a movie on this if they haven't. So November 7th, 1872, the Mary Celeste, a two-masted brigantine ship, set sail from New York with cargo with had alcohol, mm. alcohol, seven crew, um, Captain Benjamin Spooner Briggs, his Spooner. wife, yeah, Spooner, his wife Sarah, and their two-year-old daughter Sophia. Oh. Its destination was Genoa, 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 <laughs> Genoa. <laughs> Did you hear me catch it? <laughs> uh, Italy. Nearly a month later, on December 5th, a crew of the, I don't know how to say this one, De, Dea, De Gratia, spotted the, the Mary Celeste in the Mid-Atlantic. And the captain of that ship, David Morehouse, recognized the Mary Celeste. Uh, she had sailed from the same port just eight days before his own departure. So Morehouse was sailing out after Mary Celeste. Oh, okay. Okay. Anyway, <clears throat> but he remembers seeing it. Like, he's like, oh, they, they went eight days, what did I say, eight days before? Right. Concerned, Morehouse changed his course and launched a boarding party to check on the Mary Celeste crew and passengers. Morehouse's crew found the Mary Celeste in decent shape. So, like, there's no reason why it should... So, it's just floating in the ocean by itself, right. unmanned. It didn't run aground. It no. didn't... Didn't sink. Didn't, didn't crash. Just floating. Like just a ghost ship. Ghost ship. And um, in decent shape, despite the North Atlantic's foul dis- disposition at that time of year, the cargo 
Um, save, this doesn't make sense. Save for a few barrels of alcohol. Okay, so there, the alcohol was intact. The ship was well stocked with enough food and water to last six months. But the, the whole crew, crew is gone. The crewman's gear was still in the court, in their quarters, but the crew, the captain and his family all gone. Crazy. Where's everybody at? Well, um, okay. So this says, uh, that the crew of the, so Morehouse and his crew, is that what I said his name was? Morehouse? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, they sailed Mary Celeste about 800 miles to Gibraltar. Gibraltar? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hoping to collect and sa- the salvage payment. Like, look, we found this ship. It was just floating around. And look, it has everything in it <laughs> from the ship's insurers. Right. But they were like, mm, this looks like something went wrong. Yeah. Like, well, you just find this ship floating in the middle of the ocean and you're like, oh my like something's not making sense so the attorney general leading the salvage inquiry frederick solly flood Uh wasn't um he just wasn't buying the story so but he couldn't put his finger on like why isn't this their story making sense to him right they thought that this morehouse crew Uh killed the whole crew oh. of the other of the Mary Celeste mm-hmm. dumped their bodies overboard and then stole the ship to take it in to, to get Claimed the insurance them. money yeah but uh it certainly looked like the crew had murdered everyone on board but did they is what it's saying um according to um oh but this this Solly flood guy he was like no I don't think they did do that mm-hmm. but I don't know what happened right so, sure, the fact that the crew uh, stood gain financially from the disappearance, but see, here, if they did, if they did, let's say that they did murder everybody, mm-hmm. they probably would have made more money um, to, to just steal the whole ship, steal mm-hmm. it, but to take, like, the alcohol and, like, take everything. Take everything Take everything, yeah. yeah. They would have made a lot of money on the alcohol. But anyway, so um, so I guess he ended up paying them out $46,000. But the case concluded, and each of the crewmen walked away with $830. Which was probably a lot. A lot then. in what, 18, what did I say? 18-something? Did mm-hmm. I say a date? Mm-hmm. Yeah, November 7th, 1872. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Anyway, they also noticed, like, they're like... I don't know if they had life, but but anyway, everything, like even that was all intact. It's not like anybody was fighting to stay alive. And it wasn't pirates because everything was still on the ship. Right. They would have totally taken everything. Oh, and they had 1,701 barrels of industrial alcohol. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah, definitely not the, pirates. No, and that other those other guys could have made a lot of money. Yeah, if they wanted to. They didn't have to take it. Mm-mm. One of the ship's pumps had been dismantled, and there was a bit of flooding, about three feet, three and a half feet of seawater in the cargo hold. But that's it. Mm-hmm. A six-month supply of food and water remained. Uh, the logbook was still there uh, with the final entry dated 8 a.m., November 25th. It gave the, the Mary Celeste position at the time, which was six miles northeast of Santa Maria. Mm-hmm. So what happened? These bits of information are helpful for analyzing some of the most popular theories that have developed over the years. Um, so this is what this guy, he's treachery, mm-hmm. which nothing was probably not. 
foul yeah. play, the cruel, blah, 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 the other. We discussed that. Right. Probably not. Um, so what happened to them? Because they, they left all their food behind. Right. Like, if they abandoned the ship to try and, like, go find help or whatever, like, why would they leave the food and all their stuff behind? How did they just vanish? Yeah. So another theory was an alcohol explosion, but there's nothing wrong with, like... There was no evidence. No. 1,700 barrels of industrial strength alcohol. The story that goes that some of the barrels may have leaked. Oh, may have leaked fumes Mm -hmm. and like maybe they got a little loopy and passed out and went overboard but what about the baby wait that doesn't make any sense either yeah they would at least find they all just went over the side of the ship like lemmings yeah like like, that doesn't make any sense if they said they found like the mom and the baby in the barracks dead or something that would make sense i don't know that doesn't make sense either and Mm -hmm. then a bad pump but again, that doesn't make sense either because, oh, they're saying like then they had to abandon ship, but their life, but everything's there. Right. What, they just like jump in the ocean and swim for their lives. Yeah. They have a baby. Yeah. Again, doesn't make sense. So, oh, Mary Celeste mystery solved. There's a lot of, uh, a lot to the story that the Mary Celeste that will never know. Too much time has passed, too many records lost, and everyone involved is totally dead. Yes, <laughs> funny. This writer's funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll tell you who wrote Who's... this. And yet the story persists, not like unlike our collective fascination and curiosity surround stories about the Bermuda Triangle or missing jetliners. Death may be final, but the idea of vanishing, you know, um, a Another theory, because I think this is where he's going with this, is that underwater city. Did you hear about that one? Yeah. Yeah. But there's no evidence of that either. I didn't write it down, but yeah, that was one of the more... I didn't write it down either. Because it's just like so So, out there. So ridiculous. And I watched, the final thing I watched was actually, um, they went down and there's not really a city. There's like boulders. Yeah. That that looks like a road. Oh, well, the, the one I saw, there were um, boulders that were stacked up, but oh. it didn't look like anything like a buildings or masonry work. Did you see the Bimini Road? No. Oh, no, I didn't see that. It hmm. actually looks like a road. Really? Yeah. Maybe maybe there is a city secret city. Maybe. ASMR. Yes. <laughs> okay, so January 3rd, 2021, mm-hmm. the insider wrote... I'm on to another story now. The insider wrote... Who wrote the other story? Oh, yeah. Let me tell you who wrote that one. Because that's a good... He actually is a pretty clever writer. It it was written from Marine Insight. That's all I have. Oh, wait. No, wait. I'm sorry. Museum Hack. That's what I found that on. Mm. I didn't get the writer's name. But anyway, it's on Museum Hack, and it's pretty... It's a very long story, but he's pretty funny. Okay. So this one, the insider wrote January 3rd, 2021, that there was a search for a boat. The search was being called off for a boat carrying 20 people. So as early as even another one, January 3rd. So May of 2021 and January of 2021. Two different episodes, different Mm -hmm. things. This one, the U.S. Coast Guard has suspended its search for a boat that sailed from Bahamas to Florida through the Bermuda Triangle carrying 20 people, a 25-foot Mako Cuddy cabin boat. It was expected to arrive at Lake Worth Beach, Florida. The following day, uh, a small craft traveled through the Bermuda Triangle area, basically saying they didn't find it. Hmm. 
Hmm. Um, Hernandez told the New York Times that it was first reported missing after family members said they hadn't received the call they were expecting from a relative on board. On Thursday afternoon, this blah, blah, blah. They did like a humongous search of like a certain 51,800 square kilometers, so 20,000 square miles, mm-hmm. a 43-hour search and found nothing and then called it off. They still have a thing up that's like, I encourage anybody who has any information, yada, yada, yada. Did you get the ones, Um, I think it was like a father and a son and they're like flying. I saw that Did one. You get, I didn't write about write, it. Oh, but. no. So it was so crazy. I didn't write about it either because... Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't know what you, how many you were going to do. Yeah. And I didn't want to make it too lengthy. Um, well, because I did it. It wasn't included in the list that I was, because I was going off of Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. And um, I love search there was also National Geographic <laughs> and so the History Channel. There's I was, so much. But basically, they're like flying and they end up in Florida. They're like way off track. Mm. And it only took them half the time it should have taken them to get oh, wait. there. Are they the ones, or is this a different one? There was two. There's two different stories like that. One where they went through like a cloud. Yeah, like like a a tunnel. It's like a cloud, and he thought he was going, it was like three minutes had gone by. Yeah. But he was, he, it was, it it should have been 90 minutes, but it was like three minutes. Yeah. 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 And it, that was a that flight. was a different one. That was a different one. Do you hear? But, yeah. You heard yeah. about that one then? Yeah, yeah. That was crazy. Yeah, and he's. It was like a corkscrew. It looked like, mm. but it looked like it was like miles. Like, and he he was like like guessing that it should have taken so long to get through, mm-hmm. and he was like, yeah. I think in those cases, I would say those are like um, wormhole, something like that. Like, um, yeah, I guess so. Like a wormhole or. What was my word? I had the word when you were talking. Mm. Kind of like when you go through like a vortex. But for me, a vortex, like I go through them all the time. Even here, mm-hmm. there's so many wherever you are. Mm-hmm. But especially when I'm going up north. And they kind of make me feel like, you know those video games where like they're, the road is coming, but you're sitting stationary. Right. You're not going anywhere, but the road is moving. Coming towards you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how it looks like. Like if I'm driving or somebody else is driving and I'm like, this is so weird because the car is not moving, but the road is. Right. Like really, we both are. It's so weird. I can't describe it. So anyway, that's what I think of like in that kind of. So yeah, I guess like a wormhole thing. When I think of a wormhole, like you would feel yourself going through it. You think? I don't know. Because I just think of that. <laughs> Because, like, if you're meditating and you go through, like, a meditative-type wormhole, it's, yeah. squir- it's swirly. Right. I mean, I guess you don't feel yourself. Well, it's just, like, it's, like, uh, folding time. Mm-hmm. So the wormhole just lets you kind of cut through that. So it's, like, time folding in on itself, and then you just, like, cut a little hole through that. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that's far-fetched. And also, like, why wouldn't we have those? Or, like, some people are, like, like those, um, what we were talking about, like, the the holes that are all over Jamaica that, um, like, a reverse tornado. Oh, yeah. And it's like a black hole. <laughs> but they're too small for, like, a whole ship to go into. Right. And they also, the another theory, did you hear this one, about the giant squid? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The sea beast. 
But yeah, and then they showed like they there are some big octopus, but not big enough to take down a ship. There's or some. How do you well, get the plane? Well, there that have been. Mean, they have caught glimpses of a giant squid. Yeah, they have a big squid. There's yeah. a bunch of them out there that are large, but not not like as big as this room that can take down a whole plane or a whole ship. I don't know, because like there's really deep parts of the ocean in that area. It's not going to be big enough to reach his arm up there and grab down, grab an airplane. Oh well, not an airplane, <laughs> not an airplane. Maybe a ship. No, I don't think a, I don't think an octopus can pull a whole ship but, down either. Yeah, I don't. I think that's crazy. Talk. It's an interesting. That's the theory. the the island islanders. But there are some big. There are some big, and that goes to talking about the alien theory mm-hmm. because. A lot of people think that octopus are alien. Oh yeah, that's funny. They do look like it, and they communicate kind of the same right. way too. I don't. Did we talk on another episode where they were talking about like they think that aliens, or maybe I watched this on ancient <laughs> aliens or something, but aliens might have like bases in the ocean in depths that we can't get to. Mm. Like that might be one of the reasons we see so much of them is because they're and there have been like sightings of them of UFOs actually coming out of the ocean. Mm-hmm. Well, that's Catalina. That's yeah, what they say so. Not necessarily in the mm-hmm. Bermuda Island mm-hmm. or the Bermuda area, but like in different parts of the ocean. Mm-hmm. So could be. I don't know. I was thinking and. This may be way out there, and you can tell me whatever you want to tell me after I say this, but so vortexes and all Mm -hmm. that stuff, I feel like there's different places around the planet that give off certain energy or like have like different magnetic, like, like aliens might be able to understand that a little bit better Mm -hmm. with the technology that they have, like Skinwalker Ranch Mm -hmm. being one of the places Maybe they use the magnetic force of current. Yeah, whatever. Like they they harness that in some way and they're able to jump from place to place by harnessing that. And these people unwittingly get into that little blurp, whatever it is that they're starting up or who knows. Mm, I don't know. Well, they do talk about the electromagnetic (laughs) forces. So I have that on here where, uh, what do they say here? That's what makes the compasses, which that would make sense to me. Because first of all, electricity is everywhere. Mm -hmm. That's how I talk to spirit. Mm -hmm. They're electricity. We're electricity. We have have that energy in us. That's why you get shocked when you're at Costco. Everything's energy. (laughs) But yeah, everything's energy. So I don't think it would be so far-fetched to think that there that something like an electric electrical current of some sort would throw off the compasses or throw off the even for the airplanes or the ships that we have today throw off all their equipment that would disorient somebody right and make them be like wait a minute am i going north or south and then have them going a whole different direction and get them confused and 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 even those currents can get strong and mess with if you've ever been in a really old house there's certain parts of a house where like that's why one of the things that like a ghostbuster will do and see how many EMTs see what the electric current is because sometimes that can mess with your head and make you think you're seeing things or make you think you feel things right. that aren't there right and so maybe it's so powerful Right. Because I think they were saying something with it being on that equator type thing or whatever. But Mm -hmm. 
that it would that it was so strong. Right. That would mess with people. Right. Who's to say it's not like they're making them all crazy and they're jumping over board and <laughs> jumping to their deaths. I don't know. Yeah. Ain't for me to say. <laughs> anyway, that that to me seems like a plausible thing. I don't know about taking the ship down. That would make sense if if like people disappearing because listen if somebody's got if you want to get rid of a body take it out to the middle of the ocean and get mm-hmm. dump it out nobody's gonna find it not that i've thought about yeah that, even in but... places where there's no triangle like legends yeah. or whatever like shit happens yeah like i mean think about somebody How... who has been there are a lot of people that go overboard on cruise ships oh my god and they they are first of all takes if they are even noticed that they're missing for them to go back and try and find a human in the middle of the ocean it's impossible it's finding a pea in a haystack yeah needle in a haystack i don't know i think it's a pea because you got to find their little head bobbing around that's what i picture a pea in a haystack yeah a pea in a haystack have you ever peed in a haystack no i haven't actually peed I was thinking like the pee that you eat. Uh, Then my other thing, they were just saying like human error. Right. You know, but that's And that's, and that happens all the time now too. Yeah, it's too easy though. It's fun to think of the other It is. That's what I'm saying is like, I was listening to some of these Mm -hmm. like YouTubes and whatever and they're like total Debbie Downers. Come on. I don't want to hear the reality and science. Like, stop trying to figure it out. Just let us have, like, some legend and imagination. Exactly. We have enough to worry about. I don't <laughs> want to hear about. I'd rather think that, like, there is a giant squid mm-hmm. and it's grabbing people. Right. And maybe there's, what is it, a pterodactyl? What's the one that flies? Pterodactyl. Yeah. And yeah. those still exist. Yep. yep. That's what it is. Yeah. And then. A giant thunderbird. Yeah. And then what's left over? Bigfoot is eating on the island. Yeah. I got it all worked out. <laughs> That's why they don't need all or that other it's stuff. It's aliens. I feel like aliens are more plausible at this point uh-huh. now that we've actually gotten to have footage that's been released by the government. I actually do too. And the other thing is um, for that many to disappear and not actually find any bones or anything, humans, for that many ships go down and mm-hmm. airplanes. Mm-hmm. And, and, and even when they don't go down. But yeah, I, I, I'm going to aside with the alien theory yeah the whole alien thing thing um what was that one that i said in the beginning but now that you hear this and you're watching um ancient aliens no the airplane oh show. manifest manifest now are you seeing like oh yeah yeah oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. totally where they got it totally mm-hmm. um that uss cyclops the mm-hmm. one with the 300 people on board yeah i, have I mean that one up here what you got they didn't find i like it's Nothing. it is very unusual for them not to find something down the road like that has that traces back to the ship like right. if, if it's sunk you know what i mean like right. that'll wash up somewhere mm-hmm. so especially a ship that anything. size yeah they haven't found nothing not not a damn thing nothing so that was that all you had? That's all I have. All right. Then I'm I mean, going to get into Flight 19, which is... Oh, my gosh, yeah. We haven't even talked about that yeah. yet. You just touched it. So on December 5th, 1945, four months after the end of World War II, five Avenger torpedo bombers... Bombers. Bombers. Bombers, bombers took... <laughs> I read that a little literally. Bombers. 
took off from the Naval Air Station in Fort Lauderdale. Referred to now as Bermuda Triangle Flight 19, they were headed east for the Bahamas to practice bombing runs on a sunken ship. Mm. The five planes and their 14 crew members never returned. Mm. Their triangular flight plan called for them to head east from the Florida coast and conduct bombing runs at a place called Hens and Chicken Shoals. They would then turn north and proceed over Grand Bahama Island before changing course a third time and flying southeast back to base. Save for one plane that only carried two men, each of the Avengers was crewed by three Navy men or Marines, most of whom had logged around 300 hours in the air. The flight's leader was Lieutenant Charles C. Taylor. So... Um, he's experienced, he's a veteran of several combat missions in World War II's Pacific Theater. So it's interesting because shortly after the patrol returns north for the second leg of the journey, something very strange happens. He's convinced, Taylor is convinced that his Avenger compass was malfunctioning and that his planes had been flying in the wrong direction. Hmm. So he gets totally disoriented. And there's actually recordings mm. of his conversations back and forth with his crew. Do they play it? Like, can you hear it? Um, or is it, do they just say? I heard excerpts of it on a documentary. Mm. Oh, okay. But not like the whole thing. So I don't know mm. if it's like all out there. I think, I don't know. Yeah, but hearing little bits and pieces is interesting. Yeah. So they're disagreeing with them. So there's like kind of like this. It's what? A little, Who are like the control center people? No. His, cause oh, the several, other guys? Yeah, the other guys in the different planes. They're like, they're ours like, are fine? Um, I think they're all, but they're disagreeing with what direction they're going. Oh, so they're like, no, dude, we're going the right direction. And he's like, no, something's not right. Yeah, and he's okay. insisting on it, like hmm. insisting on it. Interesting. Um, the troubles only mounted after a front blew in and brought rain, gusting winds, and heavy cloud cover. Flight 19 became hopelessly disoriented. And this is a quote from him. It says, I don't know where we are. One of the pilots said over the radio, we must have got lost after the last turn. Lieutenant Robert F. Cox, another Navy flight instructor is nearby, and he hears their distress call. And then he asks if they need assistance. And... Um, Taylor tells him, both my compasses are out and I'm trying to find Fort Lauderdale, Florida. His voice sounding super anxious. I'm over land, but it's broken. I'm sure I'm in the Keys, but I don't know how far down. Taylor's claim didn't seem to make sense. He'd made his scheduled pass over hens and chicken shoals in the Bahamas less than an hour earlier, but he now believed his planes had somehow drifted hundreds of miles off course and ended up in the Florida Keys. The 27-year-old had just transferred to Fort Lauderdale from Miami and may have since speculated that he may have confused some of the islands of the Bahamas for the Keys. Under the normal circumstances, pilots lost in the Atlantic were supposed to point their planes towards the setting sun and fly west towards the mainland, but Taylor had become convinced that he might be over the Gulf of Mexico. What? Yeah. Hoping to locate the Florida Peninsula, he made a fateful decision to steer Flight 19 northeast, a course that would only take them even farther out to sea. Oh my gosh. Some of his pilots seemed to have recognized that he was making a mistake. Um, One of them is quoted as saying, damn it, if we would just fly west, we would get home. Mm -mm. Taylor was eventually persuaded to turn around and head west, but then he changes his mind shortly after 6 p.m. 
He seems to have canceled the order and once again changed direction. We didn't go far enough east, he said, still worried that he might be in the Gulf. We may as well just turn around and go east again. Mm-mm. Well, mind you, they're running out of fuel. Flight um, 19's radio transmission soon became increasingly faint as it meandered out to sea. When fuel began to run low, Taylor was heard prepping his men for potential crash landing in the ocean. All planes close up tight, he said, we'll have to ditch unless landfall. When the first plane drops below 10 gallons, we all go down together. A few minutes later, the Avengers' last radio communications were replaced by an eerie buzz of static. Oh my gosh. They could do a movie about this one. I think there's been like, yeah, I think there's been excerpts or basically like the Mm. Flight 19 like stories out there. Dang. That's so crazy. So that's that story. They, They were... If he would have just listened to his... I think another ship went out after them, and even that ship disappeared, Mm. which is crazy. Did you hear about the one? And I don't remember. It was something... When you said that, I thought it was that story, but it was like an airplane went down or a ship went down, and then the rescue, it was five planes that went out after it, and they all disappeared. Hmm. That was a crazy one, too. I'm like, how does that happen? How do people not start going, What the hell is going on? Yeah, not, I mean, they all talk about Amelia Earhart. Earhart. What happened to her? Right. Like, she was communicating everything's just fine. Everything was fine. And then nothing. And she's never heard of, seen again. Yeah. Wouldn't it be crazy, though, if then one day they all just, like, come back and they look totally their same age? They're like, we're back. Where yeah, were that you? Would be crazy. Super crazy. Know. Like manifest. Yeah. Holy shit. Five years into the future, but this would be from nineteen forty five. Nineteen twenties. Seventeen hundreds. That was nineteen forty five, right? The what? Outlander. Oh right. Yeah. It was around that time. It was right after the war. Can you imagine somebody coming back from the seventeen <laughs> what was my story, the first one? Was that 17 or 18? Oh, my God. What would they think? Can you imagine? Eight, can you imagine 1884? Dude, if you just came from the 80s, <laughs> you'd now. be like, Donald Trump was president. <laughs> Who would have thought that? Uh, Bill Cosby was in jail. Yeah. Who would have thought that? that America's dad. Yeah. 1872. And then you walk in, excuse me, to 2021. First right. of all, you're like, wow, cheapers. 2021. Am I in outer space? Right. Like, where were you all this time? Oh, I thought I was here. Like, could you? I'm gonna. I'm gonna write a movie. You're gonna write a movie <laughs> about all of these people that disappeared, and they all just start coming back in the year 2021. It would be even better if. They and came everybody's back and... walking around with masks. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So first of all, they all just like I see they start coming back in like little waves. Yeah. And they're all just kind of like, what the fuck is happening? And they think that they've been taking taken to outer space because this whole time they've been living in their timeline. But then they're brought to the actual timeline. Right. And they think they've been abducted and taken to space. Right. Because we're all walking around with masks and their buildings have changed. And Imagine being a soldier that... Mm-hmm. to 1945 right that just fought in that whole mm-hmm. war oh and now and, there's this war going and on. they come now and they find mm-hmm. out that americans have attacked the capital oh my god 
the, your own people have attacked your own capital. Like, how fucked up would that be? They're, they'd be like, wait. What the fuck is going on here? I'm in the Twilight Zone. Yeah. And who is this goof? Who's, oh, my God. That would be hilarious. Mm-hmm. Okay, somebody, I need Hollywood, because the whole movie is written in my head. I just need somebody <laughs> to put it on paper and give me the actors. You're funny. I guess we could talk about some of the more uh, paranormal phenomenon, uh, the explanations. I mean, if you got more. Do you have? And then we could finish up. I don't have any more because I think I pretty much ran through mine. Okay, so triangle writers have used a number of supernatural concepts to explain the events. One explanation pins the blame on leftover technology from the what? mythical continent of Atlantis. <laughs> Sometimes connected to the Atlantis story is a submerged rock formation known as Mm -hmm. the Bimini Road Mm -hmm. off the island of Bimini in the Bahamas. We're off to the Bimini Road. Bimini, Bimini, Bimini Road. (laughs) 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 We're off to see the Bimini Wizard. Oh, Lord. Which is the triangle by some definitions, followers of the purported psychic Edgar Casey. I want to do him. I want to talk about I him. Have, I have so many people that are like, as soon as I heard, have you heard Edgar Casey? I'm like, I actually no. like wrote I a whole story. Watched one thing of him, I think, but for an episode. Did I think you this really? was before you started. Mm-hmm. And then I decided not to do it. Yeah. I know people who just think he's the cat's meow. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. All right. He's not the cat's meow. They take his prediction that evidence of Atlantis would be found in 1968 as referring to the discovery of the Bimini Road. Believers describe the formation as a road, wall, or other structure, but the Bimini Road is said to be of natural origin. Um, But it really does look like a road. I'm going to have to look. Oh, look at you, crazy. You have have a computer in front of you. You've got a computer in front of you. You have technology. Oh, wait, what? I've been in another dimension. Oh my God, it's another dimension. They're taken to another dimension. What if going through one of those vortexes, they are taken into another dimension? It can happen. True. I can do it when I meditate. Right. I mean, I don't really know if I'm doing it, but I'm going somewhere. Or it could be like manifest where they just go through a wormhole and they're just instantly transported into another time. And then they don't know. They have no idea. That's what I mean. It's like time hasn't passed. Okay, so imagine... It's like going to sleep and waking up. 1800s, you think you're still on your ship. And then all of a sudden, you're in 2021, and you're riding around in this ship in this garb. Except for your ship's gone. Where are you? In the ocean. (laughs) (laughs) Where are they going to drop you off at? Mm. Wait, what was I looking at? Bimini Road. B-I-M-I-N-I. Oh, I did see that. I did. I, it was on my. Oh, man. I should have said something about that. That was on one of my stories. And then we it. talked about the wormhole. A wormhole is essentially a space time shortcut that could, in theory, even potentially. I know it's very sci fi ish, but it could even potentially Wait. allow time travel. What did you just say? Wormhole? Sci fi? Oh, wormhole. Wormhole. Okay. Some people point to the wormhole explanation as a reason why many vessels aren't found after crashing in the Bermuda Triangle. While others attribute this to the current of the Gulf Stream. Mm-hmm. Then, aliens. Are pictures of it? Oh, yeah. There's got to be pictures. Bimini Road. Let me just say pictures. Pictures of Bimini Road. Just go into images. Oh. Well, I can do that. I didn't think of that. You're talking to the 
technical, technically challenged person. Hey, Mama. What you doing? I'm worried about these guys being outside for so long by oh, themselves. Oh, get them. There We're almost done. We're almost done. Oh, wait a minute. It's not in the water? It is in the water. It's underwater. Oh, that's not it. Never mind. Girl. All right. All it keeps pulling up is this resort. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'll find it. All right. Last but not least, um, aliens, which mm-hmm. we talked about. Mm-hmm. The popular scapegoat to anything mysterious. There have definitely been documented UFO sightings in the area, but probably not more than any other area that has sightings. So it's not like super special as far as UFOs go. There is one story that I pulled up. It's not like a big story. Well, it was, but I just kind of like narrowed it down. Uh, USAF Greek Merchant Marine Radio Operator Polycarp, what a name, Polycarp (laughs) Spences was one of these people who had indescribably strange and unforgettable experience while working aboard the vessel Pathiti SWJC in 1978 off of Bermuda. The strangest of all, he's quoted as saying, was something that happened a little after 5 p.m. The cook and I were playing backgammon. What? Who plays backgammon? Oh, I love backgammon. Really? I can't even remember I don't know how, how to play, play it. it. I can't remember how to play it. A little after 5 p.m., the cook and I were playing back. Okay. In the smoking room, of course, there's a smoking room, when suddenly we looked back and saw to the left of the ship, the northwest side, just a few miles away, a large, white, unidentified flying object in the sky. What? Then there appeared two smaller flying objects to the west of the large one, and indeed, one of them was attached to it. And he thought, experiments of Americans, I assumed. Oh my gosh. Seriously? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I finally found it. Yes. Okay. I found it. Uh, I guess so. It looks like a road. If you, like, watch, like, some of those underwater specials, when they're, like, diving and going down there, you can That's what I'm looking at. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I got, I could totally see it. Oh, now this view, that definitely looks like something was built there. Yeah. That right? looks like something was built yeah. there. 100%. Yeah. Which, I mean, was this underground 10,000 years ago? I mean. I mean, underwater 10,000 years if ago? If you think about the fact that all of that landmass, right, though, those two landmasses were... Mm-hmm. One big giant landmass, like millions of years ago, called Pangea, like they call it Pangea. I mean, who knows? It could have, like, it could have been above ground. That's what I'm wondering, because a lot of these formations that they find underwater, that they're like, you know, like that one when I did the story, and they were like, um, shoot, what were they calling it? Mm. In in Outlander, she Mm. goes through. Mm. They do this. The stones. Yeah. Anyway, they were saying that was under. But that was really just, it made sense because none of that was underwater. I mean, it was dry land at one time. Right. And so, you know, 10,000 years ago, hunters would use blah, 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 blah. And it right. all made sense. And it was like, oh, okay. And then now it's the ocean. Right. Right. <laughs> so that makes sense. I mean, so there's so many things that we don't really know. I mean, the, the earth has existed for millions of years. Mm. Who knows how many ages have gone by Mm-mm. where people have just like civilizations that we don't even know about have existed. And what we've done to it. Mm. Yeah. Naughty, naughty. Okay. So that's that. What do you think? I, I think? what do you think? I think it's all very interesting. I think it's aliens. 
<laughs> I think I think it's aliens and and going through what did I say before where they go through and then they can come back and they're going to be like wait what wait and they're the same age right I like that story and <laughs> or just in a whole nother dimension they've like in another dimension Right. I like it. This is why I should have. I always wanted to write stories because this, I love like, Letting you do your, it too. We yeah. just go to let like your this, imagination fly. Just go to this whole nother place. Yeah. What if? Well, what if? That's not? my favorite question. What if? What if? Why not? Is it really so bizarre? I mean, come on. Honestly, no. I don't know. Anyway, that was a fun one. More fun than I thought it was going to be, to be honest. Really? Yeah, it was more interesting than I thought. Just because I just did that one. So I was like, oh, it's yeah. It's a lot like what I just did. But oh, yeah. then it was like, I mean, there were some little twists. But yeah. It was good. Chew. Chew. I love chew, how chew. I'm always. That was a good one. We're so good. <laughs> I love our glasses. I, li- I like when I learn something. Yeah, me like, too. You right. think you know, like I've I've watched stuff on the Bermuda Triangle before, but when I you really never. delve into it, then yeah. you learn something. I've I never. love these glasses. I love. I love that I only yeah. had to pour wine once. I know, we just <laughs> filled the glass up and then we just drink. Thanks, Bianca. Yeah, thanks, Bianca. <laughs> I really love it. Love the glass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alrighty, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for indulging us. Mm-hmm. I hope you guys are good with the new format. If you're not, you know, let us know. Like, if you guys have any suggestions, we're just trying to keep it short. Trying Comment, to keep it short. reply, like, yeah. share. You can hit us Send up us on Instagram. I mean, whatever it's got. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we're going to get like a whole inbox and, full of fuck <laughs> yous. Fuck yous, fing- middle fingers. Yeah. No, really, don't do that. But you can, uh, you could. Like, give us a little review. Yeah, you could do that, too. Mm -hmm. Hit us up on Instagram, Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Give us your opinion, because we want to keep going. But it's only fun if you keep listening. And if you guys care to help us out at uh, um, ko-fi.com forward slash tipsy tales podcast, buy us a cup of coffee. It's like five bucks. That would be amazing. Do it. All right, guys. I'm Mama. Oh my God, this is your thing now. Is this a thing now? I just love it because it throws you off every single time. I am not Carlene. Good night. But she wishes she was. Sometimes I do. All right. Good night, lady. All right. Good night.